1: So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that I hope is being a blessing to you. It's called Walking Through Your Open door, Saints of God, I've got good news. God has opened doors of opportunity for you and me. Doors of opportunity that are open like only He can open them for you and me. book of Revelation tells us how God opens the doors that He opens. It says, any door God opens, no man can shut. And that any door God shuts, no man can open. Now that's powerful, but even though God opens doors no man can shut, the doors he opens can go unentered by us. We can choose for whatever reason to not walk through the doors that God opened for us, and thereby miss out on all the wonderful things that the open doors that God opened has in store for us. In fact, that's what Satan wants so much for us all to do, that is to miss out on what God has made available to and you by choosing for whatever reason. Can I walk through the doors that God opened for me and you. That's why it's so important for us to learn to walk through the doors that God opened for us so we can receive and achieve everything that God has for us. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes.
2: Amen, 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 amen. How y'all doing today? So am I. Same Lord, same faith, same results. Got your Bible with you. I invite you to turn to Revelation chapter three. Revelation chapter three, as we continue in the teaching that we started just a little while back, giving you clarity and understanding about this awesome door that God has opened for you. We're working on uh, the, the, the message that we're dealing with right now, and that's walking through your open door, walking through your open door. Revelation chapter three. And of course, turn your expectation up on high because the Lord wants to bring some awesome things before your very eye. He wants to share with you some things he wants you to know so that you could be blessed as you walk through that open door. <laughs> you know I got to make it rhyme. Praise God. So that you could be blessed as you go through that open door. Revelation chapter 3. We'll start reading at verse 6. It said, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, write, These things saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that openeth and no man shutteth and shutteth, and no man openeth. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. That's us. We have the strength of God. Blessed be the name. Whether we got a little or a lot, we got the strength of God. Yes, we do, because we got the word of God, and the word of God is the power of God unto salvation. To the Jew first, and then to the Greek. And so every single every and also every single one of us that is meek, the ones of us that are teachable and are willing to align ourselves up with what it is that God has to say. God has opened a door for us based upon his love for us. We also are people who have kept his word. We hold fast to his word. We don't let go of his word. We don't hear it today and let go of it the same day. But we lock hold to what it is that God said and accept what he said as true and believe that he's going to do everything that he said he's going to do. And we're also people who have not denied his name, for we know his name is above every name that's named, both in heaven and in earth. We know that that is the name which causes uh, demons to bow uh, and everything to bow and and people to come to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God, our father. That's the name that causes demons to tremble and have caused us to resemble God, our father. Are you listening to me? That's the name. We know that name. That's power in that name. And because we've held on to that name and we've held on to that word and we've held fast to the power that God has given us, God wants you to know that I've opened unto you a door. God says he's opened unto us a door that can't no man shut, glory be to God, and and one that's wide open for you to be able to step forward into the things that he has in store for you. But remember, he needs you to behold this door. Behold this door. Because that's the part that we're working on right now. Behold, the door really is open for you. Behold, the door really is open for you. Say that to a neighbor for me, please. Say your neighbor. Your neighbor. Behold, Behold. That, door really you. that door really is open for you. Say really. really? Look at to look at another neighbor. Say your neighbor. Your neighbor. Check, this Check this out. Don't miss this. miss this. There really is a door open for you. For me, and then say back to him, say to me, for me. Yeah, you. you. Amen. It is. It's one really, really open for you. And see, that's so important this year that the Lord wants you to lock in on this concept and don't let loose of this concept. Just like you didn't let loose of the power that God gave you, just like you didn't let loose of the word that God gave you previously that you walked in. And just like you haven't let loose of the name that's above every name that's named in heaven and in earth, just like you didn't let loose of those things. Don't let loose of this thing this year that there is a door that's open unto you, but you need to behold it. You need to see it. You need to you need to gaze intently upon it and you need to be able to recognize it for what it is and then deal with it as what it is. We learned last week that that word behold, I can give you all kind of theological theological definitions for it, but it boils down to the concept of see God needs you to see that he's opened you a door, see that he opened you a door. But remember, 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 the teaching is and God wants you to clearly understand this year also that this is a spiritual door with natural manifestations. It's a spiritual door with natural manifestations. You're going to hear me say that a lot this year because I got to constantly remind you that it's a spiritual door with natural manifestation, meaning that in in the natural, it might not look like anything has changed. In the natural, it might look like everything is the same. But God said, no, behold. I've opened you a door and I need you to see that I opened you a door. Although what you're looking at in a natural does not proclaim wide open door. What you're looking at in a door might not explain wide open door, but yet behold, I've opened unto you a door. But because before he goes into the behold and he talks about how great he is and who he is that opened the door. And before he even talks about that, he says, he says, have an ear to hear. What the spirit of Lord has to say unto the churches, because the way you're going to see what God is open for thee is to hear what he's saying to thee. The way to see what he's open for thee is to hear what he's saying to thee, because if you don't hear what he's saying, you'll never see what he's saying. If you don't hear what he's saying, you'll never see what he's saying, because God's words paint pictures. God's words give visions. God's word gives you a view of the thing that he wants to do for you. But if you don't hear what he has to say, you'll never step forward into what he has to say. Why? Because Satan, who used to be Lucifer, covered the throne of grace and watched and beheld God's face. And he also learned his methods. And because of that, he's got words for you that wants to give you a view. And he also can affect the natural, which can cause you to see that that, that, that uh um, that thing that you that he's saying to you seems to be true. Because in the natural, it looks like the door is closed. In the natural, I don't have the necessary goods to be able to do what it is that he said I could do. In the natural, it doesn't appear as though this is the right time and the right season. But yet don't pass I mean excuse me, bypass all of that and back up to the reason. And that's that God loves you and He's gonna do for you what He said He's gonna do. That God is loving you and he is already opening doors for you to be able to walk through. And all you got to do is hear, hold fast and step through and know what he has in store for you. Because you're going to step through that which looks like it's slammed shut and walk through it just as though it's wide open. You want to know why? Because it's wide open. Because God said, behold, I've opened unto you a door. Amen. He really is. Say, really? really. Yeah, really. Say, really? really. Yeah, Really? Say, really? really. Yeah, really. Because that's what you're going to to be dealing with yourself with all year long. Really? Really? Is the door really open for me? Is this thing really available to me? Can I really have what he said I can have? And I'm telling you emphatically. I'm telling you strongly. And I'm telling you, yes, you can. Behold, God has opened you a door. That's going to cause you to step in and receive so much more. Behold, God is is open a door just for you. And all you have to do is believing after you hear him and then thereby walk through. And God will cause awesome things to be able to manifest for you. Now, last week, we began to start looking at various examples of, uh, of people where doors were open, which did not necessarily seem like they were open. And because those doors were open for them, people were be able to walk out of situations, walk into situations. People were able to receive the things that they had prayed for, although they didn't open the door. But yet at the same time, God was still faithful to do what he said he would do. Oh, you, that just tastes good when you say it. God is faithful. Everybody take a taste. Say that right now. God is faithful. Oh, yes. Yeah, and they say, hmm mm, mm. Do it again. God is faithful. Mm, mm, mm. He, he really is because God is faithful. My Jesus. Ooh. Mike, I got to get back into this message. I just thought about it for a second. You know God's faithful. You can bank on him. You can depend upon him. You can count upon him. God going to do what he said he's going to do. And God's going to open the door for you because God is faithful. I don't care what they said. I don't care if it looked like the situation is dead. If God said he's going to do for you what he said he's going to do, God is faithful. And he's going to get done what he said he's going to get done. Don't worry about time. Don't worry about the dime. Don't worry about what they're saying to you every time. Only thing you concern yourself with is God is faithful. Your father that loves you is going to be right there for you and do what it is that's necessary for you to do. Watch and see, because God is faithful. Yes, he is. Blessed be his name. Now, this week we're going to begin to start looking at some other things. Because when recognizing that God really has opened a door for you, it's important that you see the door for what it is and not expect it to see not expect to see it the way you think it should be. It's important that you see the door for what it really is and not expect to see it the way that you think it should be. Because this is what happened with a lot of believers, brothers and sisters is that they, when they hear the concept of an open door, they visualize the what things should surround this open door. They visualize ahead of time what will happen when this door opens. They visualize it ahead of time. But the only problem is, is that visualization usually come out of your old stinking thinking, which showed you before the door that was closed. So because of that, you will then try to reverse it that thing which you saw so clearly that says that that is what causes the door to be open, you will reverse that concept, establish that concept as the way that God's going to do what he said he's going to do. But that's not necessarily what God's going to do. You put him in a box and God don't fit in boxes. Are you feeling me? God don't fit in boxes. And so because of that, you just have to open up and just hear what the Lord has to say Let the Lord be God. Know that God is faithful and see the door that open that he's open for what it is, not for what you think it should be. Because it ain't going to match necessarily what you think it should look like. But it's still going to be the open door that God has in store for you. This is going to be good today because open door might not look like you think it should look. Might not look like you think it should look. The open door might not look like an open door. Might not. But it is what God said it is. And you should accept it accordingly. It is what God said it is. If God said that's an open door, I don't care if you're looking at a wall, just keep walking. If God said that that, door, that wall is open, just keep walking straight at it. Because you might sit there stare at cinder block wall. But if God said that door is open, keep walking. Because as you're walking, it, it's going to open up. How's it going to open up? We learned that last week. I don't know. Deep revelation. This is a deep revelation right here. I'm setting y'all free. Y'all just don't know it because you've been. That, this how folk get tied up in all this false teaching and folk get caught tied up in all this false religion because people will pre-explain to you exactly how it's going to occur. But can I tell you something? They don't know and you don't know. Only God knows. And God's going to share with you the end from the beginning. It's open. He ain't going to show you how he going to open it. He's not going to show you what it's going to look like when it opens. All he's going to show you is it's open. And all you got to do is walk. He'll say, that that wall is open. you like, that wall? You're like, yeah, that wall. Yeah, that wall. Really? <laughs> You're like, yeah, really. Well, it seems as though if it was open, it should have like framing and it should have like a door that's another color and it seems as though God said, nah, walk. And you got to walk. Trusting God, knowing he said what he said is true, And you'll end up walking straight through. But if you don't trust him, you're going to run smack down into a brick wall that you formed with your own distrust. That you formed with your own distrust. Are you listening to me up in here today? You better hear what God has to say. Believe what he got to say and operate that way. You got to hear what God has to say. Believe what he got to say and then operate that way. Because God does not operate based upon man's wisdom. First Corinthians chapter two, please. God does not operate based upon man's wisdom. He does not lower himself to man's wisdom. God is wisdom personified. And because of that, he don't operate that way. And when a man or a woman of God comes and presents some information unto you, they're not going to present to you that which is in line necessarily with man's wisdom. It might line up, but not necessarily. 1 Corinthians chapter two, starting with verse one. Here's what God teaches you that he speaks unto you mysteries. Chapter two, verse one. He's saying, I, brethren, Paul speaking, when I came to you, came not with excellency of of speech or, or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God, which means that he said, I didn't come to you with excellency of speech or of excellency of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. No, I didn't use that which means that when the testimony of God comes, it might seem, not seem very excellent. It might not seem very wise. But that's if you look at it with your natural man's tainted eyes. That's if you look at it with your natural man's tainted eyes. Share something with y'all, personal. I, I, um, um, my wife and I was laughing the other day. We were sitting at the house. We was laughing the other day. And we saw this, com- we saw this commercial for this TV show. And my daughter came in and uh, this young lady was on the uh, on a commercial and she had extremely light colored brown eyes, extremely light colored brown eyes. And so when I looked at, at the young lady and everything, my daughter was in the room and I started laughing. I said, you know, my eyes used to be that color because my eyes in the natural in the natural are extremely light colored. But the problem was in the natural, I had also had a lot of allergies and a lot of other ailments and things like that when I was young. And because of that, my eyes modified in order to be able to be able to continuously see without running all the time. So because of that, it's almost like a film grew over them in such a way as it looks like my eyes are actually a lot darker than what they are. But if that film is removed, then you'll be able to see that my eyes are like extremely light colored, They're extremely light colored. But yet many times, because of in order to compensate for what's going on in the natural, other things grow over things in order to make it so that you can't see what it really is. Are you listening to me? And so with that in mind, many of us have faced so many closed doors and so many of us have ran into so many walls and many of us has done so many things that a natural film has come across our eyes to the point that we, you don't see what you're really supposed to see the way you're supposed to see it. Many of us have been in man's world for so long that a film is coming over our eyes that we can't see spiritual things because we look at them through natural eyes. Eyes that have been tainted by the natural, but God wants to remove the scales off your eyes. So you can see the way you were designed to see and you can see exactly what it's supposed to see. Are you listening to me? So he ain't going to come to you with the natural to be able to help you with the natural. God's going to come to you with the solution for the natural, which is the spiritual, the way it was initially supposed to be. So he's going to come to you and say some things that in your natural mind, you might think that's crazy than a mug. But no, what's crazy than a mug, we've learned on the midweek is to not accept what God says, because God's coming to you with reason. And so that makes it unreasonable not to do what God has to say after you receive the wisdom. God's coming to you with wisdom which makes it ignorant for you to do anything other than what it is that God said once he brings you to wisdom. God's bringing it to you uh, 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 insight and understanding, which makes it stupid to do anything else other than what God said to do. Oh, you ought to come to the midweeks. I'm telling you, it's off the hook up in there. My God. Anyway, we move on. So he said, and I, brother, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God, For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. Can I give you a little point in terms of walking through your open door? Purpose to know nothing but Jesus Christ and him crucified and not anything else else around you. Purpose to know Jesus Christ and him crucified and nothing else around you. Because if you start focusing on everything else around you, then you're going to lose focus on what it is that the Lord is saying to you. If you start looking at everything and everybody else around you, you're going to start losing focus on what God is saying to you. You're going to lose focus. Yes, you are. But if you focus on Christ and just focus on the fact that God is the one that has spoken to me, that God is the one that has set me free, that God is the one that has opened this door for you and me, that God is the one who have did it. And he's the one that we learn who is holy, who is true and who, who holds the key of David. And who is the one that openeth and no man closeth and closeth and no man openeth. That he's the one that's speaking to me. So because of that, I know that I can do what it is he say to me. I know I can believe what it is he's saying. And I know I can operate on what he's saying because he ain't ever lied. He ain't ever lied. And so since he ain't ever lied, he ain't going to start now. Are you listening to me? You're not the one that's going to go down in history as the one that God told a lie causing him to lose his old kingdom and lose his old everything. Are you listening to me? Think about it. He going to lie to you over finances. He going to lie to you over what, what doors you can be able to walk through. No, God's going to tell you the truth like he always does. He ain't changed. He's been doing this from eternity past till now. And he's going to do it till eternity future. It's tell the truth. And so when he's talking to you, all you need to do is focus on that, regardless to what you thunk before. He said in verse eight, and I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstrations of the spirit and of power. Notice what he's here to demonstrate the spirit. Notice what he's not there to demonstrate the natural. Notice what he's not there to demonstrate the natural. He's here to demonstrate the spirit, because anytime you want to walk into the thing that's true, they're going to show you what's true, not what's false. Because once you understand what's true, you'll recognize what's false. For instance, for instance, for instance, I remember back when years ago, when I used to work in in, in, in the banking system. I remember one of the classes that we took was to be able to tell uh, the difference in counterfeit money, to tell the difference in counterfeit money. But yet, interestingly enough, when we got in that class, the only thing that they showed us was real money. And I'm like, well, why don't you show us some counterfeit? They said, no, we're going to show you real money because once you learn real money, then you'll be able to recognize the counterfeit. So when the testing came around, after they had clearly showed us what real money was, then they included in the real money counterfeit so that you can know what to look for. So then when you began to look for it, you was looking through the real money. You ran into this. Like, man, what is this? George Washington got a fro. He ain't got no fro. This counterfeit. Are you you listening to me? He didn't have a fro. He wore a wig. Praise God. We We move on. He said, but we, verse seven, but we speak the wisdom of God. No, let's go up. Get you back hook up. First five. I just want to see if y'all knew where I was. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. The reason why he's demonstrating you the spirit and of power is so that you can know that your faith doesn't stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. How be it? We speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of, the, of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world unto our glory. I like that, because verse eight say, we speak the wisdom among them that are perfect. That's y'all, the ones who are maturing in the things of God, or the growing up in the things of God. Because see, the wisdom of God is received by the mature, not the immature. The immature won't receive it. The mature will receive it. That's one of the ways you can tell whether a person is mature or immature. Will they receive wisdom? It's one of the ways you can tell maturity. Will they receive wisdom? Because little kids won't receive it. They think they know everything already. But mature people will receive wisdom. Blessed be same thing in Christianity. I've been in this thing for years, Pastor. Will you receive wisdom? Well, I don't want to hear all that. Ups. You ain't mature. you just another little baby. Amen.
1: Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed for what the Word of God has to say. Brothers and sisters, I hope that you're learning that God really has opened doors of opportunity for you and me. Doors that He opens so that they can be walked through by you and me. Open doors that we can choose to walk through or not. It's our choice. That's why I hope that we learn to walk through the doors that God opened for us. So that we can receive and achieve everything that God wants experienced and enjoyed by us. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210 7859 That's area code 210 7859 Or write us at Word of Faith Christmas Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. we three. We'll be more than glad to get it out to the ASAP. But it's always best when you get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, Come on by and see us. Word the Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassy Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. We also invite all the young adults in San Antonio to come out to our Young Adult Fellowship this Friday evening. It's called GAA. That's short, the generation Anointed and a fire. GAA.com. It's a young adult ministry with a different flavor for a different generation. It's a ministry for young adults, ages 18 to 30, who come together to celebrate the awesomeness of being young, brilliant, beautiful, born again, and fired up for Christ. Fellowship starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until they go home. AGW hey, hanging. care is provided at no cost. VIP Transportation Services available for this too. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we we'll would be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be so glad you did. It's just good to find some other young saints in San Antonio who are walking this thing out God's way. what well, if it's to being young and saved as born, must not know you go. Don't forget to tune to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing world we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question about you